0: Listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Six-Figure
0: Dog Business is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code SFDB10. SFDB, the number 10, and get 10% off any order, no minimum, at Petco.com.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business on Pet Life Radio. I am your host Ty Brown of SixFigureDogBusiness.com. Now, this is the show where we teach you how to start or grow your dog-related business to a healthy six-figure per year profit. Now, today on the show, I'm really excited because we've got somebody that's taken that taken that concept and gone huge, who's built a really big company within the dog industry. So, when we come back, we're going to be speaking with Paul Mann, the owner of Fetch Pet Care. So, stay right with us.
0: It stay we'll be right back after a short pause hey boy how you doing what am i doing i'm creating your own life book it's a website that's just for you remember that picture i took of you pulling off lisa's bathing suit <laughs> yeah i know me too I'm putting that awesome picture on your lifebook page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. (coughs) No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial lifebook. (coughs) No, not for grandma. But we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com. Or they can sign up on the PetLife Radio homepage. <coughs> Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. <coughs> hey, come back here. <coughs> create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. If you've got a passion for pet fashion and a flair for animal wear, this is the ultimate place to take a peek at what's chic in the world of designer pet fashion and cool new pet products. The Pet Set, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com
1: Okay, and we're back. And uh, with us today, we've got Paul Mann. He is the owner of Fetch Pet Care, a nationwide uh, service for dog owners and, and pet owners. Welcome to the show, Paul. We're so thrilled to have you.
2: Hey, Ty. Thanks for having me today.
1: And so for those who are familiar with Fetch Pet Care and those who aren't, why don't you just give us a a brief introduction to who you are and what you guys do?
2: Sure. Fetch Pet Care is the nation's largest provider of professional pet sitting and dog walking services. We provide bonded, insured, background-checked professionals uh, who do all sorts of pet sitting, whether it's uh, dog walking, pet sitting in the home, overnight sitting at a client's home, private boarding at our sitters' homes, uh, everything else in between from uh, group dog walks to uh, pet taxi to pet bathing and delivery of supplies and watching the home while people are away. Uh, We provide all of this uh, throughout the country in 1,800 cities and towns in 37 states across America.
1: How many franchises do you guys have right now? Do you have a number on that?
2: Yeah, well, about two hundred franchise locations or franchise owners, and they they each have a, a quite a, a good sized territory where they have a staff of pet sitters. Uh, approximately four thousand pet sitters on staff across the country.
1: Wow, that's awesome! And so now another thing that I want to talk real briefly about. Now this is this might not be a hundred percent benefit to everyone listening at first. They might think that uh, because not everyone has the reach that your large company does. But you guys have a, a deal going with one of the country's largest retailers, correct?
2: Yeah, we have a, a exclusive partnership with Petco, uh, where we are being promoted in their stores in California and Seattle. We're in test mode with them now. We've been doing this for about a year. And it's, it's a great opportunity for uh, their customers to learn about our pet care services each time they're in the store. And it's a, a nice referral relationship for us. Um, we also have a nice national relationship with uh, AAA, where we're are one of... Yeah, we're one of 40 um, vendors that are partners that they promote to their 51 million members across the country. And that's been a, a tremendous partnership for us in creating validation and, of course, uh, new customers.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And so, now, like I say, everyone's not going to be able to do a venture on that scale. You guys are obviously a big company, hundreds of locations. But is that something that you teach to your franchise partners around the country is how to do joint ventures on a small scale?
2: Absolutely, uh, you know, it's so important to ingrain yourself in your local community, whether it's, uh, at the local dog parks or, uh, with the vets, the groomers, uh, the, the pet stores, and others who are in your industry on, on various levels. Uh, so we, we absolutely, uh, encourage that of all of our franchise owners and, uh, it's, you know, grassroots marketing is probably one of the most important things that any business can do in creating uh, local partnerships and being uh, present at local events in their area.
1: Now, I do want to get into a little bit of that uh, later on in the show, but first I want to talk to you because anyone that's been to your site knows you guys have a really amazing site. It's beautiful. It's functional. Uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's easy to navigate. It's a really great site. And I know that's, that's one area where you guys, one of many areas that you guys stand out. Why don't you give me a handful of some of your top tips for search engine optimization? What can some of our listeners do to get traffic to their site? What can some of our listeners do that are hoping to start a pet-related business do to get traffic to a site? How do we do that?
2: Sure. Well, you know, most people think they can just put up a website, and that's they're done. You know, that's good enough. And and surely that is your front end to the business, and it's an important thing to have a, a really well-functioning, easy-to-use uh, site that, that uh, your prospects and customers can uh, easily learn more about you and, and uh, contact you if, if they want your services. But beyond that, there's a thing called search engine optimization, and what that means is optimizing your website so that the search engines, folks like Google, Yahoo, MSN and others, can easily um, find your site and index it within uh, their search directories so that if someone, for example, types in dog walking, uh, your business would come up very high if your site is optimized. And so what you look at are keywords and meta tags uh, in your, that you insert within your site. And, you know, for a lot of people, those words you know, are very foreign and, and people don't understand how to do search engine optimization. So, you know, don't feel bad. Uh, I personally am not a pro at it either, but that's why there are uh, thousands of people out there who make a business of this. So you can get with, with um, any, 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 small vendor who or large, who can provide search engine optimization. You can Google that and uh, search engine optimization vendors, and you'll, you'll find many people, web developers, who will do this for you. And it's, it's not a big deal, but it makes it a big impact because uh, the, the alternative is to pay for ad locations on these search engines. And so when you've uh-huh. properly optimized your site, uh, what happens is you show up for free on, for example, the left side of Google in, in the natural searches, the organic searches. And that's a that's a really good start in terms of uh, getting yourself indexed on on the keywords of your, your business that people might search on. Uh, but the other thing, too, is keeping your content fresh. You need to really rotate out uh, relevant content that you believe uh, users will search on. And, and a key part of that... Is when you write, when you write uh, the content for your site or if you're writing an article, uh, you want to insert words that are relevant that will likely be searched on. So for example, if you are a dog walker, uh, you'd want to put in the word, and you know that people are going to search often on the word dog walking. Uh, It might be Helpful to put the word dog walking in that article uh, three or five or a dozen times, uh, so that it comes up higher on the index of when someone searches for dog walking. Uh, mm-hmm. So that 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 that's a key component of search engine optimization. Uh, the other the other component of that too is linking to other sites, so that if you're if, if someone is linking to you, or you're linking to them, um, you can be cataloged or indexed as well uh, through these search engine uh, through these search engines.
1: Now you mentioned that when you're creating content that we should be putting keywords into that content do you normally do that by way of a blog do you normally do that by way of just putting up a new page on your website what's the easiest what's the most effective what do you guys do
2: everything you have to do everything today uh, it's it's there are so many algorithms uh, that a, a search engine like Google will use and they're always changing that you you can't just do one thing. Uh, you have to do a lot of things, and you have to experiment, and you have to see the results uh, in terms of what is bringing you uh, what is bringing you to the top of the search engine. So for us, uh, we'll look at it in our website. We'll look at it in the uh, blogs that we do. Uh, we'll look at it in our FAQs, all of, all of our content, everything has to have something relevant that that matches up. And of course, um, we we put a lot of effort into the, the, again, the headers, the keywords, the meta tags of the website and even the blogs that we
1: do. And that brings up a good point. Now, you, I know that one thing that you guys do is you use Internet-based applications for streamlining operations. Uh, and so I assume some of this is for search engine optimization. But why don't you give me a couple of your favorite Internet-based applications that, are, that help your business, that streamline your business, that make running your business easier?
2: Yeah, I mean, there are so many great applications out there now um, that can do more than, than we've ever imagined, uh, that it's, it's a really exciting time to, to operate a business. And I think that's a, a key component of anyone going into business today. Uh, if, you, if you go and try to do it the old-fashioned way, it's very challenging. There's a lot of competition out there. Uh, and so the key is to use software where it's appropriate to reduce your costs and make you more competitive and efficient. And so, you know, I look at software all the time uh, for every aspect of of our business. Uh, It's tremendous. I mean, we use um, software for our CRM, our customer relationship management. We use software for doing criminal history background checks. We use software for uh, even doing the phones. It's all Internet-based phones that we use. Uh, So there, there are a variety of great applications out there Let's see. To, to name a couple that I like, you know, for doing uh, payroll, I love I love Paycycle. That is just a, a tremendous application. In in the old days, uh, companies would have to outsource payroll to um, you know these large payroll companies. Cost a lot of money. Now today, um, you have companies like Paycycle who do everything and they do all the all the uh, the tracking and all the IRS reporting and state reporting, uh, all the push of a button, and while that might not seem like much to you, if if you have many uh, sp- folks working with you, uh, it can cut hours off your day in terms of tracking information and doing uh, monthly payroll or biweekly or weekly payroll. Uh, that's a, a huge cost savings. Uh, but Is that you know what,
1: g-cycle.com?
2: That's paycycle.com. And what I would recommend is, you know, look at all aspects of your business and and ask yourself, what do I absolutely have to do manually? And if I don't have to do it manually, you know, if there's a chance that I could do it with software, get out there and Google it and see what you can find. And you'll find that not only are there applications that exist, but um, they're they're low cost. Uh, Right now, uh, you know, having seen software been out there in the, in, in the industry for so many years now, and so many years is not so long. I mean, we've, we've really been dealing with Internet software for maybe the last, uh, you know, 15 years or so, but that's a lifetime in this industry. And it's just come a, a long way uh, that you can get things really cheap. I mean, you know, surveying your customers, for example, is a tremendous thing to do. It's 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 so important, and most people don't do it well. There's free software. There's SurveyMonkey. Monkey. Uh, there's Zoomerang. Mm-hmm. There's there are applications that you can use that cost you nothing, and you can do probably what's most important, which is to reach out to your customers and ask them what their experience was and how how you can improve it.
1: Now so, SurveyMonkey, SurveyMonkey is one that I've used, I'm familiar with that, but you mentioned another one, Zoomerang, is that what you said?
2: Yeah, zoomerang.com is another and, one.
1: And it's another uh, it's another just kind of polling your customers software?
2: Exactly. And you know, these the software, it's a little more than a poll these days because they've they've got for free some, some very cool functions so that you can do skipping of your surveys if a, if a customer asks, answers a, a question one way, it can go to a different question than a customer who would answer uh, you know, a different way to another to, to that same question. Uh, it does cross-tabulation of re- results, so you can, you can really cut and slice and dice data and, and get down deep into the results. So a lot of good stuff out there.
1: Wow, Zoomerang sounds a little bit more in-depth than SurveyMonkey. Now, SurveyMonkey is great. That's what I've used in the past. And just to kind of let people know how I've used it, maybe then you could share how you've used it and give some people some ideas and some things to kind of think about. In the past when I've created products, you know, uh, for in my niche, of course, is dog training, and I've created, you know, videos or audio programs or books, all I do is I put out a survey. What are you most interested in learning? And then people will tell me. How do you like to learn it? By video, audio, or by reading it? And people will tell me. And therefore, basically, I get a great deal of my market research done for free. People that are potentially paying customers will tell me, hey, this is how I like to purchase my information. And so that way, personally, I can save tons of money, tons of time, tons of effort in not creating a product that won't sell and not creating a service that won't sell. How have you guys used it in a service-based industry?
2: Well, I mean, first of all, let me say you're, you're spot on. That's exactly... Uh, a great way to do it, you know. In the old days, you used to have to pay focus groups to figure out what it was that that customers wanted, and only large companies like Procter and Gamble could spend, you know, tons of money to to, to do that. Uh, but today, it you know, this software really levels the playing field, and and it's exactly you're exactly right. Is surveying your customers to find out what it is they want uh, really will align you so that when you do actually put it out. Uh, customers and prospects will be amazed. Wow, it's like he read my mind. He knew exactly what I wanted. Well, you, you just simply ask the question and you listen. And that's that's so key that, so, believe it or not, so few businesses do. We all believe that we, we know what's right, we know what the customers want, and we put it out there, only to find that well, maybe it wasn't exactly what everybody wanted. Uh, so if you take that time and do your upfront research uh, using a, a, a product like this, that, that's huge. You're so far ahead of the competition by doing that. Uh, we also use the survey software to check in with customers after each assignment. And that's kind of key because you know, you're, what, what a customer will tell you face-to-face is very different from what they might tell you anonymously. We like to use this, this application um, to really get that more anonymous feedback and, and let them really tell us what we did well, but also how we can improve. And we finally get uh, more quality feedback that w- more constructive feedback that we can use to our business look we we love getting kudos you know we love to hear good things, and uh, you know we get a lot of that uh, and that's great that's great for marketing. you know we put that on our website and that helps customer prospects feel more more um, comfortable about using our services. But um, really, what we're looking for and what we're more concerned with is the person who doesn't tell us how they feel uh, if it's negative. And we're really trying to get that. And, you know, we've got a very, very high satisfaction rating. But, you know, if one customer is upset, they're going to go and tell, on average, nine other people. And that is affecting the brand. That affects our reputation. Uh, So we don't even want one person upset. Uh, We use a, a software that you know, uh, it's actually a third party, uh, market research firm that works on our behalf. And we have a 92% customer satisfaction rating. Actually, it's called a, a net promoter rating. And what that means is 92% of our customers would refer us or tell another, another person about us in a positive manner. Um, it's ex- that's extremely high, to give you an idea of what that means. Uh, most retail locations, you know, most retail stores um, are in the teens. You know, they'll have an 18% net promoter score. Uh, some of the best brands in the country, like Harley-Davidson, are at 80%. So we're at 92%, and that's, that's extremely high. But I'm concerned about that 8%. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't they promote us? And that's what we really focus on.
1: Well, I think only a brave company does that, because so many companies and people are so invested in their business emotionally that they, the thought of getting criticism and asking for it is painful. And so I think a lot of people would avoid that. As you were talking, though, it it was kind of, you know, getting my mind working on how could our listener apply this to their business. And the thought occurred to me, you know, one thing that we're always trying to focus on here at our company is, is conversion ratio. You know, the amount of leads come in, we want to convert the highest amount as possible into paying customers. And the thought occurred to me that uh, other people that are dog trainers, pet sitters, dog walkers, dog groomers also have leads that don't convert. Now, if there was a way to send them a survey, perhaps not everyone's going to even fill out the survey. But if you were to send somebody that didn't convert into a client a survey, and figure out why. Was it a cost issue? Was it just a personality issue? Was it a services offered issue? I think that could really allow people to hone in on what they need to be offering. That's different. How they need to change their service and therefore they can raise their conversion ratio. On the back end, like you're mentioning, if you can get that 8% down to 5%, that's 3% more people that are now recommending you to other people. It seems like the opportunities are pretty endless for surveying customers and then taking that data and inserting it right back into the business uh, is what it sounds like to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, we all... um It's very hard, like you said, to get negative feedback. Nobody likes to hear that. And I'd like to suggest it's it's business. It's not personal. So if we can take the emotion out of it and really try to listen to what the customer is saying – that is a huge, huge uh, step for, for any company to take. And why that's so important is, you know, we all think that it's just easier, oh, I'll just go get another customer. I don't need them. They're a headache. Um, not so. You know, if if somebody has, you know, of course, we all have customers that are totally irrational. You always get one of those that, you know, you have to fire as a as a customer because there's, there's just no way to work with them. But that should really be a very, very, very small percentage. So, you know, when, when we t- look at 8%, we know that that 8% are not crazies. These are people who really have legitimate, for the most part, legitimate issues about our business. And so we, we've learned, as you said, that, you know, if we can really focus on what they're saying, what their needs are, although they represent the minority, it's tremendous because, yes, if we were to reduce that 8% down to 5% and we, we capture 3% more, uh, that is that has a, a rippling effect in that, number one, we're going to get their, their business back. Uh, number two, they're going to tell more people. And we know that word of mouth is perhaps one of the most critical parts of our business and getting new customers. It's, it definitely ranks amongst the highest, and brand is so important. So, you know, for, for those of us who, you know, get big and we think, oh, I got so many customers, I don't need to worry about that, that one or two or five people. You do, actually, because it will start to grow. And it's 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 kind of like a, a cancer that will start to spread over time. So the key thing is to absolutely focus on and pay attention to it, and you can you can reduce it. And and what's interesting is that when someone has an objection uh, or a complaint, you know, so often we're just ready to throw it, you know, throw the the baby out with the bathwater or the or the puppy out with the bathwater, and and just dismiss it all. But if we actually listened to that complaint. And talk to that customer. Uh, that customer might not only come back, but they might come back to be one of your best customers. So you know, addressing their objections, their concerns, and really showing—not just sugarcoating it or or you know, giving them uh, lip service—but really doing something about it and showing them either how you've corrected the process, you've 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 made a change, uh, maybe giving them some sort of an adjustment uh, to their present or future bill, whatever it may be, it can really endear you to that customer. And not only will they come back and and use your service, but they might be so thrilled that they might actually go tell people about it. And I've had that. We've all had that. I've had uh, gone out to dinner and had You know, the waiter, they took too long serving our food. You know, we got frustrated and, uh, we, you know, we we said we'll never come back here again as, as we're waiting to pay the bill. And then the waiter came and said, you know what? I'm taking 50% off your bill. We're so sorry. The apology, number one, Mm -hmm. of him just saying, acknowledging that we weren't treated properly and and, and apologizing was probably good enough, but then to take 50% off the bill was icing on the cake. And and for us at that point, we said, okay, you know, we're going to give them another chance. And, and he, he explained to us why, you know, what the issue was And that, in that case, the, the chef was out, the head chef that night. And so, you know, we understood it was an anomaly. So really try to get into the specific issue of why the customer wasn't happy. Was there something that went wrong in a process of your business? Or is this an ongoing problem that actually maybe all customers are, are experiencing but they're not telling you about? And that's why I say you really want to focus on those customers who are upset because they can be the, they, they're the brave ones. They're the ones who are, who, are, who are brave enough to tell you how it really is. And if you can spend some time with them, you're going to be very grateful to them for what they're willing to share with you in honest feedback. Uh, I, you know, I come from the East Coast where where people are very honest and straightforward. And you know, while it's abrasive at some point, I'm very appreciative because they tell it like it is. And from that, um, you know the score, and you can do something about it. So uh, I, I encourage us to stay very close to those who are dissatisfied and, and work closely with them
1: this is some amazing information we've never gone into this much detail on one of these shows on on things like surveys on things like how to kind of hone in on that small percentage that might be happy or might be unhappy or might have a need so this is some amazing stuff i hope people are taking some actionable items personally i know that there's a couple of things from this interview that i'm going to take and apply to my own business about surveys and how to how to implement them into my business and so we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, I want to get a little bit more information from Paul on word of mouth, on not just making it a, uh, a one time, you know, not actually taking it into a scientific process. So stay right with us.
0: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. <laughs>
2: things, human? What?
0: Six Figure Dog Business is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy one 800 Meds is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash SFDB to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
3: passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.
2: Let's talk pets.
0: Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.
3: PetLifeRadio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet <laughs>
1: back and in our last segment we were talking about uh, we we kind of finished up talking about word of mouth about how word of mouth is so important because one unhappy customer is likely to tell their unhappiness to, to nine other people Uh, And so you're right. You know, there's this ripple effect that extends much further than one person being upset. Now, you guys do a great job at word-of-mouth campaigns. Uh, You get word-of-mouth through various channels. And I'm always telling people the thought about a pet-related business or a service industry is if you do a good job, you're going to get referrals. And to a degree, that's true. But if you approach it from a more scientific standpoint, you're going to get more referrals and your business will grow even more. What are some of these channels that you guys use to... Get word of mouth to inspire people to uh, give you referrals. And what do you guys do?
2: Well, I'll start with our survey, getting back to the survey. Every time we, we uh, have someone complete a survey, we ask them who else would benefit from our service we want to know, and they and they fill in that information, and they refer folks to us, so in that very moment when you're surveying them, they're either going to be extremely pleased and have a moment of, of, of glee and joy and want to do something for you, the, your business, and that's a great time to ask them, uh, or, or they're not going to have a good feeling, and they're not going to refer somebody, but um, th- that to me is, is, is a great opportunity. The other thing that we do is we actually have a program where will reward the customer for referring uh, business new customers to to us and you know we're all we're in the pet care business so you know we know that two-thirds of all households have one or more pets we know that probably you know every two out of three people that we walk by have a pet Uh, so you know that's that's a tremendous word of mouth opportunity because we know that everybody out there. I don't think there's a a person out there that doesn't know somebody who has pets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's very different than looking for someone who wants to buy a electromagnetic scanner. You know, that's <laughs> that's a very hard sell, uh, word of mouth sell for sure. a company that sells those. So we have a huge market opportunity in word of mouth, and. Uh, what we do is, is we actually reward the customer by giving them um, a discount off their next service. If you know, for every new customer that they bring to us, and so for many customers, and particularly in this economy, who are trying to save money, this is a carrot for them. Oh gosh, I know, you know, there's five other people down at the dog park. If I get five of them, I get 50% off my next, you know, my next bill and they keep doing this to keep their costs low. We're happy to pay this because we know that, you know, the average customer is going to bring us about $500 a, a year. So, we're happy to to pay out uh, a discount to those customers and and by the way, you know, we're not even really paying it out because that's a loyalty and retention tool with the cut with that customer as well. So you know, sometimes you have to give back to them as well, and 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 mm-hmm. that that's what keeps them on for a long time. So that's a great way of word of mouth. Uh, you know, I think every time we're out walking, doing pet sitting at a coffee shop, you know, we're always networking. You always, always. Uh, there there was a great great uh, movie where there was a, a, a clause a, a, a statement where they say ABC, which stands for always be closing, mm-hmm. and. That means that whenever you're out there, whoever you're speaking with, um, you should always be considering how you can move towards a sale for your business. And it can be anybody and everybody in the pet industry. So, you know, talking up your business, having others talk about your business, talking to your, look, I make it a point when I speak to my my mom and my dad, you know, on our (laughs) weekly or monthly calls to tell them how good things are going. I, I give them some highlights that I think that they would, excited by it. You know why? Because they go and they tell their friends. I send them <laughs> press releases. I send them articles about us. I send them relevant information that um, gets them excited to want to talk more about fetch pet care and then they go and talk to other people. So, it's all about creating buzz in my mind. And you know, it's not just enough to say tell a customer about us and you get a discount. I mean, of course, that that's one way to do it. But really there needs to be some charge behind why somebody would want to refer you to to your business to someone else. And you know, we all know, you know, I'll go back to the restaurant when you have a really great meal, you know, that you've just it was wonderful. The food, the ambiance, the service was all great. What do you want to do? You want to go tell everybody about it. You want mm-hmm. to share that. Or when we see a great movie, um, the movies are a huge word of mouth. Uh, so... You know, if you if you if you can create a buzz for your business that's just so unique that people can grasp onto and 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 and, and uh, carry along with, that's great. When I first started my business, um, the buzz was the mission. Our mission was we wanted to provide uh, loving pet care to pets everywhere. Okay, and we were on a mission that everybody could get excited about. They wanted to get behind this because uh, they they saw the value of this. they saw what it would bring for pets and their owners, peace of mind and love and happiness for everybody and and that that is what um we carried in the early days, and that 's what we carry today and Of course, now, as we 're larger, um, you know we have new buzz when when we do new partnerships or uh, when we surpass certain goals or milestones, or when we get involved in adoption events or fundraisers or whatever it may be, feel good things um, so whatever stage you 're at in your business, you could be brand new. What is it that you can say as a value proposition that gets customers or prospects excited to want to get out there and talk about you and your business? Because mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. And, and if you can create buzz, think about Twitter, think about Facebook, think about these, these applications. They are so young. But people started talking about them because it was so exciting, this new realm, this new dimension. And Ty, you remember when Yahoo first came out and Google, and Mm -hmm. I'm just naming some of these things. But it was so hot, that was the buzz, and everybody talked about it. And ultimately, they didn't have to do as much paid marketing because the buzz, the people, the customers, the prospects were doing the work for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what you you kind of have to figure out how to differentiate your business and get people to 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 want to um, uh, talk about you because because they grab that excitement as well.
1: Hey, this has been some amazing information, Paul. Like I say, there's there's been. You know, three or four or five actionable items that people can write down and say, okay, starting today, I'm going to do these things. Because the reality is the things we've talked about today don't even cost money. I mean, uh, doing surveys, creating buzz, doing social networking, these things don't even cost money. So these are things that people can implement into their business right now. Now, you mentioned earlier you guys have a ton of locations all across the country. If somebody's listening to this right now and says, hey, Fetch Pet Care, sounds like a franchise I would like to be an owner of. Are there locations left? Are there, Is there space for newcomers?
2: Well, there's spaces left on a lot of levels. First of all, if you want to franchise with us, absolutely. We have openings uh, around the country. where We're maybe 10% sold through the country, so there's there's lots of good locations available. And for listeners who want to learn more, they can go to FetchPetCare.com or they can call 866-FETCH-ME, and that's 866 338 2463, or they can email uh, franchise at fetchpetcare.com. But there's also another opportunity for those uh, folks who are already in the pet sitting industry that would like to pick up more business. We're always looking for pet sitters. We want to augment their income and provide, you know, great Great service to our customers, so we will broker uh, the business to our to, to uh, pet sitters. And same thing, if, if folks listening on this call would like to get into the pet sitting, doing pet sitting or dog walking, or you're already in it and would like to do more of it, we can have a great relationship. And again, you can go to FetchPetCare.com and click on Jobs or uh, you can um, call 866-FETCH-ME, 866-338-2463. Either way, when, when, when you go to the website or you put in your, your phone number, or rather call the phone number, uh, you can put in your five-digit zip code, and it will direct you to the closest location near you, and for those who want to franchise, if there's no location, we absolutely want to speak with you and talk about uh, a low cost, a low risk, and exciting franchise opportunity.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Paul. You've given us some great information, and thanks for your expertise.
2: Hey, thanks, Ty. It's been great. I hope to come back on in the near future.
1: We'd love to have you back on. For those of you listening, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, just email me at ty at petliferadio.com or visit my website at sixfiguredogbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Let's make our businesses bigger. Best of luck.
0: Let's Talk Pets